Hello and a big warm welcome to you. My name is Marion Rose and today I want to talk about mirroring our child and why that's so important in a psychospiritual parenting perspective because the way we mirror them becomes their personality or their identity, who they believe themselves to be and the extent to which that's an accurate representation of who they really are, their soul, their deepest essence, really has a, a massive impact on their lives. So let's start. What actually is mirroring? I like to think of mirroring as a little bit like if you look in a mirror and say if you make a happy face, the mirror makes the happy face back at you. I know it's really obvious. But mirroring really is something really simple like that. It's really actually seeing clearly our child, seeing all the different things, the things like their needs, what are they needing, seeing their feelings. Their feelings is one of the biggest pieces here. Being able to actually really clearly see what they're feeling and mirror that back to them. Seeing their preferences, they prefer this to that, they prefer that to this their interests. My one child is fascinated in flowers and another is fascinated in trucks and another's fascinated with violins. And also their callings, so what they're called to do, what they long to do, the, pe the people that they love to hang out with, the places that they love to be and don't love to be. This is so much about yeses and nos, so both the things that they love and they don't love. Now, of course, this is so much more complex than this because sometimes what children appear to be wanting is not what they're really wanting. That's a whole other conversation. And the other thing that makes it really tricky is because I like to see it a little bit like an old-fashioned movie screen. The things that we sometimes see in our children, that we think we see, are actually not them. They're, it's... It's like that, the movie projector, that the light's shining out. The light's like our consciousness, our lovingness and our willingness. But often that light is shining out through a layer or many layers of movies, old movie roles, where you know our child does something. We're not really seeing them doing that thing. We're seeing, feeling, experiencing, thinking based on an, an old past experience of ours, usually when we were growing up, usually uh, either a cultural belief, a painful experience we had, the way that we were responded to, uh, all of those kinds of things. Which means it's at those times it can be really hard for us to really clear, not only clearly actually see our child and see what's who they are, but also then mirror them accurately because we're responding from those projections run seeing clearly with the light of our clear consciousness. So of course that means that one of the most important things we can do as parents is start to or increasingly recognize when we are when we're in a projection, when we're when there's a whole lot of uh, movies, is it celluloid, whatever that thing was that is in front of our consciousness so we're actually not seeing our child we're not seeing we're not in the here and now we're not in the present moment we're in something from the past 
And the more clearly we can see that and understand when that's happening and do our own version of whatever that is to help us return back to who we really are, to our true essence, which for me is lovingness and willingness, our true nature. I believe for all of us is love and will. And I have my own particular processes and practices to do that. If you're familiar with your, with your work, if you're familiar with my work, you might know my inner loving presence process, my inner loving crew practice, the willingness practice, uh, the conversations with life. These are ways where I help myself so that I can increasingly see when I'm actually in a movie projection with my child, one of my children, or both of them at the same time. <laughs> And what I can do so that I can heal those parts, listen to those younger parts of me, love them compassionately, hear their feelings. Because often, you know, when we have a big response, and it might suddenly be, often I found it for parents, it's things like, they never listen to me, or they they don't care about me, or they're not care, they don't care about my needs, or they're never willing to help, or why won't you just do what I ask? That often those are sweet spots where we become three or five or seven or one and our child becomes our parent and they're, they're saying no to doing up the shoes or getting in the car or whatever the thing is reminds us of being a younger child asking for help, asking for our needs to be met as a, as a small child and not having that. So those hurts come up in the here and now. So this is a wonderful mechanism we all have to try and heal but if we don't recognize that and we just keep doing those things to our children, instead of healing happening, it's another layer. They get that similar layer of projection on their movie screen and it gets passed down. It's never too late. We might have done that 50 times when we start realizing what's happening and we listen to those younger parts and we repair with our children, we apologize. We come back to our true essence in ourselves and really see them clearly and basically apologize and explain that we were just caught in a movie. It's never too late to, to help that healing happen. So basically, in terms of mirroring, what we can do in a kind of proactive sense is to do whatever we can so that we can clearly see when our child has a need and respond to that compassionately. Now, I also want to say, by the way, this doesn't mean we have to say yes to every request, to every feeling, to every whatever the thing is. But it does mean that the more we can recognize these and mirror these and see these in our children, if we do need to say no for whatever reason, we can say no in a loving, compassionate way. I really hear that you want to uh, go to that group tomorrow, sweetheart, and know how much you love it. And you know, for whatever reason, we're not going to go and then listen to the feelings about it. Listen to their feelings, listen to their frustration, their disappointment, their outrage. In terms of psycho-spiritual parenting, that's all about the will and freeing up their willingness channel. But you see, we can always hear our child, and it's similar you know, with maybe Christmas presents. They maybe want X, Y, and Z, and A, B, and C, and you perhaps don't want to buy all of those things. You can still honor their love for that thing. Oh, I really hear, gosh, you really love that. What do you love about it? Do you like, yes, I really see that. You can engage in celebrating what they love without always saying yes to that. And simply by listening to those feelings that they have, 
those feelings that they have help them know that whatever they love, whatever they care about, whatever they're interested in, they can they can still be interested in those. It may not always happen that they receive those all the time, but they can still love them. So that's why mirroring the feelings is so important. I think it's one of the most important places. And having worked as a therapist for many years, and then now I work with parents who are willing to do their own inner work and heal their own, listen to their own little inner children, is so much... I've heard so many times of the pain of of people's not having their feelings heard and honoured as children. What a huge impact that has. So I think that's one of the biggest things we can do as parents, to, to do whatever we can to resource ourselves, to increase our capacity, to be able to listen lovingly while our child is feeling big feelings. Whether it's joy and exuberance and delight and wonder and curiosity or... Sadness, loss, disappointment, frustration, outrage, um, disgust, disappointment, sadness, loss, whatever the feeling is, that we increase our capacity to be able to listen to those feelings and to just be with our children. I'm right here with you, sweetheart. I'm listening. I really hear how disappointed you are. You really wanted to go to the park today. I'm listening, sweetheart. I'm right here with you. It's so easy to think that the most loving thing is to distract or to um, to say, well, it doesn't really matter because, you know, we'll go tomorrow or whatever the thing is. But to listen to the feelings first until those feelings have moved through them. And then, yes, we can give the encouragement or the information. But mirroring their feelings, I think, is one of the biggest gifts we can give to our children. So there's our, their needs, their feelings, their preferences... They're really honouring that's really natural and normal for children to prefer certain things and not others, like us. You know, there's you may love the mountains or the city or the countryside or suburbia or, you know, wherever, whatever it is that you love. You may love trees, you may love rivers, you may love chocolate ice cream or strawberry ice cream, you may love uh, savoury or sweet, <laughs> whatever the thing is, you may love coffee or or hot chocolate you know our preferences are when we when again our, our preferences are honored and valued oh you really like that sweetheart really hear you and and we and we make an effort to really support our children in those and in their passions their interests I think this again is so important I'm sure you've spoken to many people over the years who wanted to be an artist or work with animals or be a gardener or whatever their thing was and their parents out of loving concern wanted security and um, financial stability for them and but didn't listen to what they really wanted and really kind of coerced them into being a banker or a doctor or a lawyer or a whatever the thing was and what you know what a big impact on a person's life that can be I believe we're each a unique soul and we each have unique gifts. And what we love is an indicator of those things. So the more we're able to see what our child loves and support them in those interests and and love that in them and do whatever we can to facilitate that, the more they're going to feel that deep sense of resonance between who they really are and who they believe themselves to be, what they know they're capable of. And that's what all of this is about. All of this mirroring 
is so that they develop a personality and identity which is a relatively clear reflection of their soul. And my experience is that the more of a congruence there is between that inner essence and that identity, the so much easier a person's life may be because they know who they really are, they know what they love, they, ha they know they're capable of, of following their dreams, they, they know they can trust themselves, they know they can trust their feelings, their needs, their intuitions, their insights. And you know, life is so much easier when there is that relative congruence. When the, the more the, the incongruence, you know, the more there's going to be the questioning, the what am I here for, the, the sense of meaningless at times, perhaps feeling lost, perhaps not knowing um, who you really are or what you're here for or what's true, what's not true for you. You know, it can just take a longer time. You know, it's still possible, as it has been for many of us, to deeply reconnect with who we really are, but it's, it's a very different journey. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. I'd love to ask you, what are you going away with? What How are you feeling? What are you going away with from this? And what's one thing that you might like to focus on with in your relationship with yourself or your child or your children to around this piece? What do you feel inspired to do? If you want to find out more, I have various different levels of support around this. I have a free article, Psycho-Spiritual Parenting, on my website, marionrose.net. I have an intro workshop, which is, uh, I've forgotten how much that is at the moment, it's for pretty low cost, so you can find that also on my website. And I also have a much more immersive course that is open, usually a couple of times a year, which I go into a lot of depth in all in all of this and lots of other things in terms of psychospiritual parenting, lovingness and willingness, and lots of practical things to help us connected, connected, stay connected with our lovingness and willingness as parents. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you giving your attention, your time to listen to this. Really appreciate all that you're doing. And I look forward to talking to you again another time. Lots of love.